It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Welcome to Signal Boost. I'm Zerlina Maxwell, and I'm here with my partner in feminism, Jess McIntosh. Yesterday, we lost our very dear friend, Midwin Charles. You know her. Um, she was a frequent guest on our show here um, and also a guest across progress. She was also on MSNBC and CNN as a legal analyst. And we wanted to take time today to pay tribute to her and remember her, her joy, her, her jubilance um, and the light that she brought into every room she entered. Um, she cared greatly for her family um, and my prayers are with them today. Um, she also cared for her Haitian American community, and she was very proud to be a Brooklynite. So we will miss Midwin very much. Here is our final interview with the one and only Midwin Charles. We have Midwin Charles on the line, who we have not spoken to here in the Biden-Harris version of America, and I'm very glad that we get to. How are you feeling on this Friday? Good morning. I am jubilant. <laughs> That's such a good word. How, how you sleeping? Oh, like a baby. <laughs> yeah, much better. I'm not, I'm not tossing and turning as much. Yeah, not at yeah, all. Although no. my cat just takes the whole damn bed up. But other than that, I'm doing <laughs> big excellently cat. in the sleep cat. Way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In terms, we were all just talking well about for now. Yes, we were just talking about impeachment. So Mitch McConnell said he's going to try to delay this a little bit because Donald Trump can't find a lawyer. Um, in terms of, like, why he can't find a lawyer, I guess that's my first question. Does mm -hmm. it surprise you that he can't find a lawyer? I mean, because, you know, we know a lot of lawyers. Like, there are some really bad lawyers. And even those lawyers won't do this. And I found right. it so, I mean, it, it, we, you know, as well as anyone, that it takes a lot for you not to be able to find a lawyer. And two, for lawyers to quit <laughs> cases that they are on. Like, it takes a lot for a lawyer to be able to quit. Um, and that happened in multiple times throughout the course of this presidency. Does it surprise you that he can't find a lawyer? <laughs> it doesn't, because what um, uh, had been evident even before Donald Trump became president is unlike a Lannister on Game of Thrones, he does not pay his debts. And yes. so it had been a very well-known fact here in New York City, I'm, I'm a New York attorney, that Donald Trump does not pay his attorney's fees. He does not pay his bills. And so um, that in and of itself was yet another indicator of who he was in terms of character and integrity before he ran for office, yet many people chose to ignore that. Um, but that's why it's not surprising to me that he can't find an attorney. Remember, towards the end of his term, there were reports that he no longer wanted to pay Rudy Giuliani, who had been his most mm -hmm. ardent supporter and who had been the number. I mean, there's a list of people who have been willing to make themselves look like a fool for Donald Trump. And Rudy Giuliani is pretty much number one or not. You know, he kind of goes between one and two between him and Lindsey Graham. So if Donald Trump is, is, is talking about not paying the one person or the second person who has been the most devoted to him 
in a way that he was willing to jeopardize his reputation with the bar uh, to represent him. Uh, I can only imagine what any prospective attorney is thinking in representing mm. Donald Trump. And, th- this is, and this is irrespective of the, the, the merits of the impeachment trial, right? I'm, I'm literally just talking about the function of, can I get paid? Uh, and, and then, of course, there's the merits of the impeachment trial, right? In other words, what he is, um, imp- has been impeached for by the House is so heinous and so bad. Five people died. We saw the Capitol, um, the seat um, of our legislative branch, abused in real time. We saw people, uh, uh, you know, abusing police officers, stealing government property, trashing government property, being violent, erecting a noose, a gallows on the Capitol grounds. And so... I can't think of an attorney who's saying, you know what, <laughs> there's not enough evidence, <laughs> right? I mean, we all, saw, we all saw it happen in real time. And, and Donald Trump is someone who, and we've been saying this, you know, Zerlina, you and I for years, is someone who telegraphs exactly what it is that he wants to do. And for right. months, for months, he had been priming his followers that the election would be fraudulent. So, so for months, so, so this, date back, this dates back to before January 6th, when he was saying that mail-in ballots were, were in and of themselves uh, uh, not trustworthy, not reliable. He started, uh, he installed uh, Louis DeJoy to be the postmaster general, and all of a sudden uh, mail was um, slowed down. Uh, he had been doing this for months, for months. Yeah. And so the evidence is just so overwhelming. Uh, I just, I, I can understand why he can't find an attorney. See, I feel like movies have lied to us, right? Because like, if movies have taught me anything, there is a lawyer who is willing to take on any case. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how craven it is. Like, there are lawyers who are like, yeah, I'm going to take that money or I'm going to take that high profile case, even though I know that he killed her. Like, every movie tells me that. So sitting here being like, there is no lawyer in the country who is so craven or devoid of principles or, or you know, just, just wants to be in front of the cameras. There, there is mm-hmm. no one. Who is? I mean, well, you I become heard, Donald Trump in impeachment lawyers. We're going to learn your name. Like, no one wants well, to take I've, that deal. <laughs> well, I've been seeing some reports. Um, I saw here uh, as of about 12, 12 hours ago that uh, South Carolina-based lawyer Butch Bowers is going to represent him in the Senate impeachment trial. This was the Lindsey uh, Graham pick, yeah. Yeah, this is from Forbes. So we'll see how that goes. But um, right now, that, that's what they're reporting. Butch Bowers, um, all right. Yeah, Butch Bowers from South Carolina. Don't know much about him, but um, it says here he's a fixture in South Carolina politics, uh, representing all of South Carolina's three most recent governors at recent various points. Uh, he had worked for current Governor Henry McMaster and former Governor Nikki Haley when they faced state ethics probes. And he all represented right. former Governor Mark Sanford. Oh, remember Mark Sanford hiking the uh, yeah. Appalachian Trail? Yeah, I'm yeah. hiking on the Appalachian Trail is a euphemism for I'm having an affair. We're gonna we, we, people will will forget where that came from. <laughs> like people will remember the Appalachian Trail without 
real without remembering that ridiculous press conference where they lo- yeah. they lost the governor for days. <laughs> and then remember that press conference? That was so crazy. Oh man, yes. that was crazy yes. before the Trump. Well, crazier is that the woman who he was having the affair with, with whom he had been alleged, you know, he claimed to be hiking the Appalachian Trail when he was really with her, had absconded mm-hmm. with her, I think, to another right. country. I think, yeah, Argentina. Argentina. He ends up, right, so he ended up divorcing his wife and, and they're leaving their five kids to be with this woman. And then that didn't work out. That relationship it did, didn't work out. I just thought that that I'm was... I'm so surprised that that relationship didn't work out. That's just, yeah. it's just shocking that a relationship <laughs> that was born under those conditions didn't, didn't stand the test of time. Uh, yeah. Wow. Mark Sanford. Thanks for that trip down memory lane. That was really fun. (laughs) Remember, remember like the high water mark for a weird pre-Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because when things are normal, most of the time, you have the capacity to register the batshit stuff. It doesn't happen yeah. that much. And then it sticks in your... Like, we're, we have lost so much of the batshittery that happened over the last four years. Like, it's just gone to time. Like, it's just... We didn't have yeah. room for it. It's not in there. Because uh, yeah, it was just such a never-ending pile of it. Yeah. I mean, and it's and it's come at us full speed all day, every day, uh, which is why I think so many of us feel relieved right now because... For the past five years, I always say five because I, I, mm-hmm. I count that that you know yeah sixteen that he was running yeah I count it totally that does that he was running but for the past five years we've just been in an abusive relationship we have been in an abusive relationship the tweets the constant denigration and disrespect of individuals of institutions um, um, of of things that people had been doing of groups of people. I mean, it was just a constant daily assault on our psyche as a collective, as a country. And I think that that relief that a lot of people feel now um, is, is a result of that. And even, even conservatives I know, even Republicans I know, are like, you know, that his tweets were just so assaulting mm-hmm. and just really had denigrated us as a country. And because a president sets the tone of a country, you saw that that sort of abusive and brash and rude and disrespective bullying nature trickle down, right? No, did everybody we not was see, infected with that. Yeah, did yeah. we not see the number of hate crimes just, just explode during Trump's uh, presidency, attacks against Asians because he was calling the, it China flu, you know, calling coronavirus the China flu. So it it really does matter who our leaders are. And I hope what Trump has taught America is that we have to be paying attention to who we elect. We can no longer go back to minding our own businesses and not knowing who's in the Senate, who's in the governor's seat, who's in the secretary of state seat, who is on city council, Who's been appointed door catcher of the year? Like we need to know and be aware of every single person that we are being that we are putting in charge of our lives. Right. Yeah. You know, in in terms of the the other cases that Trump is facing, I mean, obviously, he has an impeachment trial, um, Mm -hmm. which, you know, doesn't result in I mean, even though we use legal words like conviction and acquittal, that's not it's not a court. 
of law. So there's he's not going to be like marched out to like the Capitol Hill holding cell or something. At the end of it, that's not how that works. Um, he could be barred from running for office if they vote um, on that and um, have the two thirds. Or do they need a majority for that provision of it? Do you know? Yes. They, yeah. They they need they, they need two. Yeah. They need two. It's two thirds for conviction. For conviction but, and majority for uh, whether he can be um, whether he can hold office again. Okay. So that that's a good distinction. Um, so yeah. in terms of like the Cy Vance, Tish James, DC AG, I mean, there's so many other possibilities. What mm-hmm. do you think is the most threatening to him in the short term? Oh my goodness, there's so many, um, you know, because, no, they really are. Yeah, I know. Not only do we have uh, the uh, investigation by Manhattan DA Cy Vance into whether he committed um, fraud with respect to his properties, like uh, financial fraud, tax fraud, banking fraud, which Michael Cohen's testimony really opened up. Um, we also have New York State Attorney General Letitia James also looking into the fraudulent activities of uh, the Trump uh, organization. We also have possibly um, Washington, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine looking into the activities of the Trump inauguration in terms of how they utilized the Trump Hotel, whether or not they were selling access to the presidency uh, through the hotel under the guise of uh, hotel room stays and how much they charge for hotel room stays. But then we also have the private lawsuits from E. Jean Carroll, right? Mm-hmm. Suing for uh, uh, defamation with respect to a rape allegation uh, uh, that she alleges occurred in the 90s. So he's got just a cascade, a waterfall of, of legal matters that he's facing. And any one of them... Um, uh, could could take, uh, you know, could be seen as serious, right? Any single one of them, and then also you've got, you know, I call it all the letters, right? You've got, you've got, man, you've got D A A G S D N Y, right? Because, right? Because you know, you've got some yep. some some Southern District of New York investigations also that are tied to Michael Cohen, right? Uh, right. Individual one. He actually just uh, met with them again, so yeah, it's yeah. Happened. Oh, Michael Cohen has a treasure trove of of information on Trump. If 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 there was one person that Trump should have not uh, turned on, it should have been Michael Cohen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. he was the he. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, your your fixer, even if he is inept, uh, is the person who knows everything you have done wrong. <laughs> right, you are well, the person I mean, that he is, calls to fix you'd it. You think I, you'd think they would know that because, like, what was that movie? Um, Michael Clayton. I mean, duh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we all know the wolf. Yes, exactly. Midwin Charles, thank you so much for for listing (laughs) all of that. That was like my smile just got bigger the longer you talked. That was amazing. (laughs) Please come back soon. As I we watch, would love to. I love the show. Absolutely. Yes. No, and we we love talking to you. As as we watch the the alphabet soup unfold, uh, we will bring you yes. back for for coverage yes. of that. Thank you so much. Please stay You're safe. You're welcome. Stay safe. Okay. We- bye bye. Thank you all so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Zerlina Maxwell at Jess underscore MC and at Signal Boost Show. 